Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Laurie A. Couture, author of Instead of Medicating and Punishing, Welcome to episode two of The Free and Joyful Childhood. This radio show discusses attachment parenting, unschooling, natural family living, children's rights, how mainstream culture harms children, families, and humanity. We talk about healing children's emotional, behavioral, and learning issues in a holistic manner. Um, I hope you enjoyed the pilot episode of The Free and Joyful Childhood. Um, Today I thought I would, I'm sort of feeling the intuitive urge to plug a few books that are on my shelf, and and this in no way excludes all the other wonderful books that I've read, but just uh, some books on my shelf that I want to plug, and and if you have any you want to call in and uh, add to this list, there is a call-in number, 1-661-449-9319 to come into the show live. Um, for me, I think um, one of the, the first books that really opened me up to the whole world of attachment parenting was, you know, the classic from the 70s, Gene Leadoff's The Continuum Concept. Uh, this is a book that I, I feel everybody, every parent, anybody who deals in any manner with children needs to read. This this is a book uh that's a gateway into it. Um, it is a, a slower read because it's it's very detailed, very technical. Um, it takes some time, um, but it's basically um, the author living with a peaceful tribal culture, the Aquana in South America, and the vast and absolutely drastic polarization between the way this culture interacts and raises their children compared to how we do it in industrialized cultures. Um, Another excellent um, author is Jan Hunt. She writes The Natural Child, Parenting from the Heart, a very basic, uh, absolutely necessary attachment parenting book. Um, Excellent book by Naomi Aldor, Raising Our Children, Raising Ourselves. Naomi has a very radical yet natural, uh, it shouldn't be radical, but unfortunately in our culture it is radical but natural way of helping children handle their emotions and helping them, you know, trusting them in, um, in trusting them to to choose through freedom what they need, um, trusting their choices, helping them deal with their emotional issues um, without drama. An excellent, uh, you know, classic is Ashley Montague's Touching the Human Significance of the Skin. This book gets into the technical neurological aspects of how a touch-starved culture such as ours absolutely um, harms people and how we we need, we physically, we emotionally, socially, and neurologically need touching. Um, I love um, 
Marshall Rosenberg's Nonviolent Communication and a lot of the books that were spurned by that, Respectful Parents, Respectful Kids, um, by Sarah Hart and, and Victoria Kindle Hodson. Um, I... You know, I, I think Pam Leo's book, Connection, Parenting, Parenting Through Connection Instead of Coercion, Through Love Instead of Fear, is excellent. Not only um, is she um, an author within my publisher, Wyatt McKenzie, I want to plug Wyatt McKenzie, but um, her book is just so humble and, and yet so powerful and so life-changing. Um, I wish I could afford to buy multiple copies and hand them out to my clients. Um Another book that is a must-read. This is a this is a textbook-style book. This is not something you just sit down and read in one shot, but a book that that requires study. Um, but it's worth it. It's called Saharasia, the 4,000 BCE origins of child abuse, sex repression, warfare, and social violence in the deserts of the old world by James DeMeo. This book convincingly outlines the origins of child abuse as a problem relating to some major and drastic climate changes that cause people to become so stressed out that uh, glo- you know, almost in a global manner in that particular region, they were abandoning uh, their natural holistic parenting uh, styles and turning to more survival mode. And unfortunately, this this traumatizing sort of uh, way of life was, you know, eventually spread throughout the planet. Um, those are some of the the books that I wanted to start with as far as attachment parenting. My gosh, as far as unschooling and alternative education, I could go on and on. My shelves are just packed with them. Um, I definitely want to plug plug uh, Dana Martin's Radical Unschooling, the um, the Unschooling Handbook. Um, which, you know, Jan Hunt, uh, excuse me, the Unschooling Unmanual, Jan Hunt does that one, um, in Defense of Childhood, Protecting Children's Inner Wildness by Chris Mercogliano, which is about the um, Albany Free School, a lot of the books on the uh, Sudbury Valley Free School. John Taylor Gato's Dumbing Us Down is pretty much a classic Weapons of Mass Instruction. It's his latest book. Um, De-Schooling Our Lives, edited by Matt Hearn, is one I would recommend. Grace Llewellyn's The Teenage Liberation Handbook. Anything by John Holt. Stephen Harrison's The Happy Child. Um, And then, of course, absolutely should be on every unschooling shelf, The Unschooling Handbook by Mary Griffith. These are just some of the many books that I have on unschooling, and, um, and of course, I hope you consider my book, Instead of Medicating and Punishing, Healing the Causes of Our Children's Acting Out Behavior by Parenting and Educating the Way Nature Intended. My book um, is different um, in a lot of ways from uh, books that are just primarily one subject or another because I pull in attachment, parenting, unschooling, mental health, trauma, neurological issues, some historical pieces, and I pull it. I wrap it all into one. Um, because of my background, I, um, I've, I've worn a lot of hats, so I can, I've seen a lot of different perspectives. What I wanted to, that sort of segues me into uh, another thing. We have um, about seven, seven minutes left and on the show. Uh, if anyone wants to call in, that'd be great. But in the meantime, I want to talk a little bit about the mental health field. 
and <clears throat> how that unfortunately does not support children really truly healing and getting better. Um, I've worked as a licensed mental health counselor for 10 years. Um, I wasn't licensed for 10 years, but you know you have to you have to put in your years and then you get your license. I've been licensed for many years. I don't know how long. About eight, I think. Um, I've been working in the field. I also worked in social work. And um, one of the things that is is just so difficult is is watching how children and families come come into the they come to to the mental health field desperate a lot of times. In some cases, they're coming as a last resort. In some cases, it's a first resort because you know they might have been referred. In some cases, they don't want to be there at all, and they're court-mandated or they're forced or they're guilted into it. So what you have is a situation where families are feeling at a loss of what to do. Usually a family problem or their children are acting out in some way. There's behavioral, emotional, uh, or some kind of learning problem. A lot of times the schools are telling parents that there's something wrong with your child because they, you know, the child can't fit into the box of this oppressive environment of the school, and so they're telling them that they suspect ADHD. So the issue is that when we look to our culture, when we look to our culture to help us answer the problem of a sick culture, then the only answers that can be given to us are tainted answers, answers that are coming from the sickness of the culture. So, if you know, the mental health field is just as indoctrinated in our culture as as the things that are, you know, or, or that are causing the problems for the children. So, unfortunately, the families come into the mental health clinics expecting to have remedies for their family problems, and they're just receiving more of the same advice that is causing the disconnection in the first place. They're coming you know, trying to find answers as to why my child has a tough time learning, and the answers are, you know, keep dealing with the schools, keep dealing with the schools, keep giving more of the same. Really, the answers lie outside of these issues. More of the same will give you more of the same. I think Einstein had said it where he had said, more, you know, more, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Well, that's what I feel that, uh, you know, and, and well-meaning, because there's a lot of great clinicians out there, but well-meaning the mental health field is just feeding us more and more of the same. What really needs to happen is parents need a radical shift away from industrialized parenting. We need to connect to our children. We need to listen to our children. We need to be physically and emotionally affectionate to them. We need to give them our time. We need to pull them out of today's consumeristic culture, turn off the media, and, and, and physically get involved with your children. We need to have alternatives to traditional public school. Children need to direct their own learning according to their own interests. They need to get out of that jail cell prison, and they, and they need a situation, whether it's a, a child-centered non-traditional school like a Waldorf or a Montessori-style, uh, you know, I, you know, some sort of child-centered school, or what my, you know, what I feel is the best form of education is unschooling or life learning, where the child learns according to their own innate desire to do so, 
with the parent as a as a as, as somebody who provides guidance and resources and, and helps the child hook into the community. And what's what's possible for that will be a subject of future shows. But the problem is when we just keep recycling the culture for families, mental health treatment can't happen. When children are traumatized, they don't need drugs. They don't need to sit there and talk and talk and re and rehash and rehash and rehash the trauma. That actually causes further trauma. They need brain-based interventions like EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, or neurofeedback. These brain-based treatments actually get in there and help the brain metabolize the trauma to a part of the brain that can actually heal it. By drugging a child, you're you're preventing them from feeling what they need to feel to get through it. Um, so what I offer families is I offer families my supportive parenting coaching, and I help provide positive, holistic, and and very effective solutions and support for any severity level of your child's emotional behavioral and learning challenges children of all ages from you know before birth to you know late adolescence um oftentimes if parents will will get some coaching sessions they don't even have to get involved with the mental health system at all because the coaching helps empower parents to be able to heal their children on their own or if it's a situation like trauma where there might need to be another intervention then I can help provide referrals. We can hook people into services that they can use that will actually be helpful. And it's, you know, it's sad about the mental health field because there's a lot of really well-meaning and caring clinicians that really want to make a difference. And and uh, but they they were trained in the same poisonous system that you know we all have been. And so the way out of that is you have to break outside the box. If if the system if the system is is uh, harmful to begin with, and we just keep you know recycling that, then we're real we're really just treading water. We need to look outside the box, and we need to kind of go back to what humanity needs. What does the brain need? What do we need physically, emotionally, neurologically, socially, as as human beings? We need to go back to nature and look what other mammals do. What do other mammals do? People, tribal societies, people that live a lot more authentically. And of course, there's no such thing as a utopian society, so we can't, you know, expect that, uh, you know, tribal people are going to be perfect. There's some very violent tribes out there, and and they tend to be the violent tribes tend to be people who have been tainted by industrialized cultures. But we need to look at these these human beings who are living more authentically, we need to look at them as examples of what could we be doing. Um, this will be a subject of further shows. You know, I want to thank you for joining me for the second episode of the Free and Joyful Childhood Radio Show. Please join me next time. This is Laurier Couture, your host. Please visit lauriercouture.com to read my blog and to learn a little bit more about my supportive parenting coaching services and my book, Instead of Medicating and Punishing. Thank you very much. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.